All right, we're recording. Uh. Sub no. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yeah. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, aka Tommy Ain't Got No Job, aka We Got Emmy, aka We Got Grammys, aka Producers Produce. This is the smug dude, love at first smug, and the storyteller. I have no no no, no, no smuggish, no smuggish, ruggish. No other names tonight. What was the other name I said I was gonna be? I, I forgot. Didn't I say one last week? Oh. Um, All right. Yeah, it's just the storyteller. It's cool. I don't even know if I have any stories tonight, but uh, but yeah, yeah, smug dude, storyteller. Any shout outs tonight? Because, you know, anybody's birthday, wedding and anniversaries and bar mitzvahs. Yeah, and- yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, AspireLaunchPad.org. That's uh, AspireLaunch.org. Uh, check that out. They, they, they doing good things out there in them streets. Yeah, Aspire. Yeah, AspireLaunchPad.org. AspireLaunchPad.org. And uh, a reverse shout out. To Eric Holder Jr. got convicted today for killing Nip. Twenty five to life. Take that, y'all. That was guaranteed, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was anyway. not nothing he could have done to get get you know get out of that. That jury was like yeah. probably fired up. Like, yeah, we getting him. Yeah, and that jumped up. Case came out. They said he was shooting. He had guns in both hands, trying to fire, and then he. After he shot him, he kicked him in his head. You know, he was laying on the ground. Dang, why? Why did? Why did he say he killed him? They saying, I guess they just saying jealousy. I guess they had like kind of like a long-standing little situation, and I guess it's basic, basic. It's a jealous, hateful dude. You know? Yeah, and they're in the same, uh, the same gang too, right? Right, right. Wow, wow. All right, so where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod. Hit us up. Uh, in the good questions the last couple of weeks. The text pod at gmail.com. We're also on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Podchaser. Got you, got you. Yeah, so this is a good question um, uh, as well. So question of the week. If Brittany Griner was an NBA athlete with the same level of accolades or if she was Sue Bird, a WNBA peer, would she still be in jail? All right. Do you think her sex or her race have hindered her media coverage or government intervention and ultimately her release from a Russian prison? Brittany Griner is incarcerated in Russia. She's been in there since February. Uh, she's not out yet. Nope. And uh, the question is, is you know, do you think that if she uh, had some accolades like they've been talking about LeBron James um, or if she was Sue Bird in the NBA, WNBA, I should say, would she still be incarcerated in Russia? I mean – her coach said that thing the other day about the LeBron thing, right? And I don't know, man. Like you, you dealing with like a foreign country. I almost feel like, I almost feel like the bigger the name, 
the more they would hold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's more for like the reasons of it. So I almost feel like if it was LeBron, like they would have, Le- they would like be like because we've only seen her like in public once. I feel like if it was LeBron, I figure like I feel like the Russians would have him like out like every day. Yeah, like yeah, we got LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. You up, man? I admire the fact that you uh you said this because I man, I was reading the show notes and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm scared. Like these, <laughs> this, uh, this audience got me shook, man. Cause, well, man, you ain't man. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. I saying, got your back, man, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, ain't I, nobody I, the audience gonna, gonna gonna mess with you. I I got your back. All right, but no, I I was thinking like I feel badly for mm-hmm. her, right. And I feel like that she should get a fair trial and everything. And I think they should should uh, should give her the proper attorneys and all that. Like so, based on her profile, right? And 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 I'm sure maybe her uh, her probably her economic status. She mm-hmm. should probably be able to get the best of the best. Right. The, the 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 one thing that I was thinking about that from reading um on this. It don't. It doesn't seem like that. Uh, that there's anybody from the government that's been involved. Like there's nobody from the uh, uh, the embassy, the consulate, right. or anything like that that's been showing up for the trials and things like that. And I'm just thinking, like she did break a law, right? Right. So, you know, maybe it's probably a, a really extreme. Um, but like you and I, we go over there. And we get caught with some, some weed, some THC. Right. They would probably lock us up too, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think like anybody, like should they get a pass just because of their status? Right. Right. But nah. yeah, but I think she should. I think they should. Uh, should rush to try to take care of her though, because she is an American citizen. She's not. Right. She, she probably shouldn't be in there um, as long as she has been over that. Because like at least in the United States, something like that, you, you, I don't even think they they put you in jail. Like you just get a fine, a charge, or something like that. If you get locked up, you out the next day on bail right. and whatnot. But I just I, I I know it's a political situation at this point now. Cause mm-hmm. Like like you said. Like, you know, that's that's just a good way for them to put, you know, to put it out there, use it as leverage. Because I, right. I understand this. Uh, she's like more of a bargaining chip at this point. Right. Right. Yeah. They trying to they trying to get this dude out. They call the butcher. That's what they trying to exchange her for. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, I guess the thing that I feel like is obviously it's not getting the kind of like daily like coverage. It'd be I mean, obviously, if it was LeBron. Right. It would be that don't be. And then we leave CNN like every morning. All so it's day, not, every day. Right. It's not getting that kind of coverage. But when it first happened, I actually heard that they were saying that uh, the government was telling people, like, don't make it a big deal because the bigger deal that you make it, the more it emphasizes her importance and the more it gives them more of a reason again to then use her as a bargaining chip. It's almost like they were saying, you almost have to trick Russia into dismissing her as somebody of any importance. And they'd be like, okay, cool, just let her go. But the more you kind of like emphasize how important she is, the more they feel like, yo, we got this chip that we can use, this bargaining chip that we can use. 
But yeah, of course, like I said, if it was LeBron or Steph or whoever else, of course it would be 24-hour coverage. But they even, I mean, today, Harris and Joe Harris, I mean, Joe Harris, Joe Biden talked to, uh, talked to her wife today. And that was after like 140-some days. So, like I said, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, they said that crime in Russia, they said drugs in Russia, that job was a 10-year sentence. And they say in Russia, like, it's not like our system is guilty and you have to prove your innocence. So, you know, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I hope they get her out, but it just, you you know, we've seen those documentaries on them, them people getting arrested in them foreign jails. Like, <laughs> that ain't no place to play. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was always told when you travel abroad, like, the one thing you don't do is get arrested. Right. You know, you just, just you don't. You just don't right. get arrested. And so, uh, you know, I'm sure she didn't mean for that to happen, but right. like, she made a bad decision on them, them, them cartridges. Um, you know, if they was legal, I, I, you know, I don't know. But she, she, I don't know how she got flagged or whatever it was. I do think that that there probably should be more media coverage, but they like you, you know, I didn't even think about that. Maybe they did suppress it. Right. Um, so, so that she, you know, she wouldn't look as important, Mm -hmm. uh, as, as, as she is to us, but that's a, that's a touchy one. I feel bad for her. Like I'd be thinking about like, you know, if I was in there, like how I would be feeling like, like basically I just had some, just wanted to smoke some weed basically. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to be locked up for a long time or I have been. And I, I can't get out. Nobody's coming to save me. And basically, they really can't save me because I'm not even in my country. Right. And they don't have to listen to the U.S. Right. I mean, they really don't have to. Mm-mm. No, they don't have to. That's, the, that's the crazy anything part. that we say. That's the crazy part, too, as you think about. They were saying she had been in prison all that time. She hadn't spoken to her family. Like, they just started letting her email people. And then, so imagine she not talking to her family. And then imagine being, like, in a Russian prison. Like. Who the hell is she talking to? Man? Yeah. You know, like she ain't having no conversations, basically. Man. I mean, I don't know. She's actually been playing in Russia for a long time. So maybe she does at least know a little bit of Russian. You know, she can at least maybe conversate with people. But yeah, that's that's crazy. I, mean, I, be, be I, a, I wonder how they're treating her. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've only seen like one picture of her and she, you know, she didn't look like she had been beaten up or nothing, you know, but I mean, I, I can't imagine that. Like. A young. A young. A young. I know what we're going to call this podcast. All right. From Foot Locker to the <laughs> Baltimore PD. <laughs> It's already stamped from Foot Locker to the Baltimore Police Department. So without spoiling anything, there's a there's a pretty cool series. Uh, what is it on HBO Max? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's called We Own This City. I call it a reverse wire. <laughs> um, well, CDC called. I can't take credit for that. So CDC helped me come up with the reverse wire. Because right. young, they got Marlo in there as a police officer, a homicide detective, right? And the and the real A young 
is your man Poot. <laughs> so Poot was a corner boy in the wire. And then he ended up, you know, getting his life together. He changed his life. He decided he wanted to go straight. And at the end of the wire, you see him working at Foot Locker, serving shoes. Mm-hmm. And then now he's a police. Sometimes you get tired of just being on the corner. And now he's a police officer in this new series, which is, you know, the same producers as The Wire. Yeah. Sort of this a similar um, concept, like in regard in regards to the story. And so, so yeah, that was my A Young because I heard about this series called uh, uh, We Own This City. Mm-hmm. It's based on Baltimore Police Department and crime. And I saw my man Poot in there and I was like, bro, like, A Young. Yeah. All right, we're in the uh co-co-co-co-flation, co-flation, co-flation, huh? Co-co-flation, the COVID inflation segment. Or oh, how about uh, how about Ronation? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I got two. I like we that. got we got two titles for tonight. It yeah, see the, hey, see that, might, hey, that might be it right there. Ronation might be. Ronation, because we did like for two years. It was that Rona, right? Yeah, no, nah, that's that's tight, yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, if you want me to stop for tonight, you can go ahead. Nah, 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 nah. But you know, you, last week I think you, you took a, a whole segment whole off, basically. Off. Yeah, you was just like you you, you pulled a Kyrie uh, or, or James Harden. You say like, I'm I'm not playing this this segment. Yeah. I got about twenty so far tonight, though. In, in, yeah. Like the first five minutes, the first half. Right. So uh, you said COVID was the leading cause of death for Americans aged 45 to 54. And the second leading cause of death for people aged 35 to 44 in 2021. COVID ranked in the top five causes of death for every group of people older than 15 years of age. Man, thing was running rampant. Yeah, man. Yeah, like that joke. It's it's crazy because more people actually died in 2021 than died in 2020. I know. Yeah, which is like crazy. But you know why? Because we was home for six months, basically. Yeah. You know, like it was that initial. I mean, obviously, it was a lot of people dying in that initial jump, but everybody was home, and then in 2021, people started going back outside. You know, kind of full time, and people was out in the streets. But yeah, more people actually died in, of COVID in twenty twenty one. So uh, yeah, but that was you know that was also before the because when the vaccine didn't really come out until what like late no like early twenty twenty one right. This was like uh uh more uh let me see January January was like the first dose right around that time. Okay, and then yeah, we were getting yeah. our second doses around March. No, no, no. Only, only like special people was getting them jumps in January. The normal people, we ain't start getting them to the first unless you knew somebody. Yeah. You was in January 2021? I got, I got mine January 2021, and I had my uh-huh. second dose uh, March. Uh, I'm going to need to see your back card. Yeah. That, that, that junk sounds suspicious. Yeah, now. you remember I told you I went and they tried to turn me away. 
that's like it might be a Wellington Park. I'm, no, I'm no. See, I'm gonna you, see your back you car. Can, you can see my VAT car. I I I went public with uh, my experience. You know the storyteller. I told a story about how. Yeah, um, yeah. I was in I was in the alley with mine. So you know, yeah, exactly. You were on a bus. <laughs> people people busting y'all to an alley, and you didn't get yours until March. See, I went on a legit situation. That's and, just still funny. Man. And got my, my 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 vaccination. But like so call it mid uh mid twenty twenty one is yeah, when the vaccine okay. started to uh to really hit. Started really hit, but yeah, man. So Yeah, it's 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 starting to pop up again, man. A lot of people starting to get this jump again. But again, a good thing that people like I said, my ninety nine year old grandmother got that jump, yeah. So how's she doing, by the way? She she doing all right, man. She's still she's still coughing. It's about it's about day eight, nine of it. So she's still coughing, but I think that's pretty much like her only symptom now. So, man, and I, I think I pray that this doesn't happen. But CDC sent me this thing. I haven't read it yet, but the headline says monkeypox <laughs> cases spike in DC. So Yo, I saw, I saw they, I saw somebody send me the link. You can get vaccinated for the monkeypox in DC. Really. Yeah, they they got a junk. You can start getting vaccinated for the monkeypox, yeah. Jeez, man, they got. Oh my lord. Nah, I ain't. I ain't I, nah, the monkeypox junk. That junk. I bet you, not, you end up that getting. Don't you know, sound like, like, that don't sound like an experiment. Even though that is to me, is scarier than COVID. So anything like monkeypox or anything like that, you know that like that's got to be like. Something man made pretty serious, like right. Or, or you thinking like it's natural that it's in animals, and we might, you know, just have a reaction that's completely different, right? Because you know our makeup is a bit different. But uh, man, I yeah, monkeypox. I, I can't even imagine how that's gonna go down. Yeah, nah, I, ain't, I saw that. Nope, I'm not getting that one. As I say, but you I said, said that about, that about COVID. You, I know, said, I you, said said, about you said that about COVID. So I'm not, I'm knocking on wood right now. I'm knocking on wood. Right they gonna now. tell you you can't go outside again. And I bet yeah, you get, uh, yeah, I bet I, you I get, get the virus. I mean the, uh, the yeah, vaccination. Pucks. Yep, yep. Give me, give me all the shots. You know, I need to go back outside. Yeah, it's a uh, man, dude. Like I'm trying to remember back, like when this all first happened. Like I, I, we, we were. Uh, uh, shut down for mm-hmm. what almost a, at least a good six months to a year. Yeah, it my was, household it was we were we like, were out down for about a year. It was basically like March. I didn't go back outside really until March until like September. Yeah, I didn't get back out until like April, May of the <laughs> following year. I, I think yeah. I made my first appearance uh, in May. Of 2021. You ain't get outside the last What'd you say? I said, you ain't get back outside to like last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just really, like, really started coming outside this year, like around people, like in crowds and things like that. Yeah. I was forced to do so for basketball. But like, I go places now and no mask, like, no signs of a mask. Um, yeah, nothing. I just, I, Knock on wood, we 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 haven't gotten COVID yet, mm-hmm. so I just think it's inevitable that we're gonna get it. Like, but we've avoided it all this time. I mean, we yep. may have had it, but just you know, 
may not have shown any symptoms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's starting to pop up again. And then, like you know, like we're talking about, it's affecting a whole lot. Like in regards to inflation with the fl- uh, supply chain, it's mm-hmm. affecting everything. Like gas prices, as we know, food cost. Um, you know, this whole airline situation that's going on right now. We talked about this, but I, I it's hard for me to understand and grasp it because I don't, I don't right. travel that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't, I don't know how much a ticket should cost. The last time yeah. I, I got a ticket, I was using points. And so, mm-hmm. like, I didn't really look to see how much the ticket particularly cost. Right. And so, like, based on what you said, like, it's like 4X a lot of times. Yeah, at least 3. 3X. That's expensive because airline travel is always a, a few hundred dollars anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, they were saying that the airlines received $54 billion in pandemic relief. But even with that, they lost 31 workers during COVID, mainly like ramp staff and operation agents, leading to a big gap between the demand for travel with COVID subsiding. So obviously they lost all of those people during COVID. COVID's back. I mean, now travel's back. They're not getting those people back. And they were saying, even with pilots, that they because there were so many flights that were shut down because of COVID, that they, they retired a whole bunch of pilots with generous early retirement packages. And now they're short pilots too. And also pilots, I think the Delta pilots are striking. Yeah, they strike. Uh, they, they went yeah. on strike last week, right before the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, uh, yeah. But they, it's like they striking, but they not striking while they work. So it's, it's the pilots that are off that are striking. Right. So it's not like it's really impacting, but you know, flights and stuff. Yeah, but it could. But yeah, man, they talking about thirty one thousand people left the airline industry doing go. Like, that's that's, like, that's a, a lot of damn people. That's a whole lot of people. And they said they ain't coming back. They got different jobs or whatever. And and then they were saying too, you know, I was reading this article just about in general how bad like customer service is now. And a lot of people they were dealing with customer service jobs while they were doing like they just they don't want to go back to them just because they just saying people are the worst, especially when stuff with like the mask and whether you had to wear a mask and stuff and they were saying a lot they quit they like man I'm not, I'm not coming back to deal with that yeah yeah service uh around around uh, all the way around yeah like uh that gets very frustrating to me because at some point you got to realize that we are or we were according i guess we were or we are in a pandemic which one is mm-hmm. it? i think they're saying were right yeah, I think they call it an endemic now. All right, cool. So so the services have been lacking, but nobody's really stepped up. And Well, not nobody, but in many cases, and we talked about this last week, like people are asking for grace and stuff like that, like, right. you know, because of the work shortages and things of that nature. But the quickest thing for people to do is to blame it on COVID, mm-hmm. to blame oh, it on the pandemic. Her. Like I, I blame everything. Yeah, I'm giving you bad service because because of the yeah. pandemic. And you just like, man, like we've been knowing we've been in the pandemic for you know for years now. Oh, that's me. <laughs> like, let's let's still give me good service. Like, you know, yeah, I still I'm, want I still want good service. Yeah, I blame everything. And, I'm like, oh man, yeah, nah, that's COVID, man. I'd be like, people don't go into offices, but yeah, nah, that's delayed, man. COVID. 
Yeah, that's me. I, I, I blame I blame every delay on COVID. Yeah, but like, all right, so put yourself in in, in a customer service situation, right? No, nah, I get it. Your job is to to provide you know great service, right? So do 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 you not do that because? You know, because it's COVID, so now our standards are lower. We don't have to mm-hmm. do what we did before or think that it's, you know, that it's. That right. it, I don't know. I just I don't understand it. Like I get it that you're st- short staff and maybe the talent in it isn't as great as it right. used to be, but like we hired you for a job, like just just do the job to the best of your ability, and the part of the job is to make the customer feel important and make them feel special and solve some problems while you're doing it. And so uh, it just gets frustrating to me. And I have, I, I do have, you know, little patience with the fact that you're going to blame everything on COVID. Like everything can't be blamed on COVID. Like I get it. Yeah, I understand yeah. you might be short staff. Yeah, I, I understand that your training is not as good as it was, but it can't be for every single thing in regards right. to, to, to what you're doing. No, I mean, I think, like I said, like we talked about it before, that place that I go to to get smoothies and they, they basically say on the door, like we short staff. So like in a way, like I liked the way they did that. Cause they letting you know, going in, like this, is what it is. Right. Be proactive. So, right. So just don't go in thinking you're going, you're going to walk in and walk out. Cause basically what they telling you, like if you're in a hurry, this probably not the store for you. Right. So, so again, like I said, that, that, that mitigates your feelings walking in. So you're like, all right, but still, I'm sure some people still coming in and still get an attitude with them though. Right. Yeah. I don't think you should get an attitude. I just think that that number one, the business should just stay up front. Like, Hey, we're short staff. This is our situation. And so people probably aren't used to that. You know what I'm saying? And so there's, there's a, there's a, is a risk versus a reward. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like what's the risk of me putting that information out, um, you know, versus the reward of not like, I, I, I get all of that. I just I think people should be nice. People should definitely be nice and give people as much grace as you possibly can. Right. But but at the end of the day, like if I if I'm dealing with you and I'm I'm continuing to give you grace, mm-hmm. at some point, like where does it where does the buck stop? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like at at some point. And again, a lot of these situations people can't help it. Like I talked about the restaurant that we went to a few weeks ago that we got very bad service. And I get it. I understand because I walked in there. I looked at the floors that weren't clean. I looked at the tables that weren't bust. I looked at the fact that the people that were working there weren't very engaged. So I understand. But like, you know, it's like it seems like that these things are becoming acceptable. Mm -hmm. Like in regards to how you run your business and like at some point we got to figure out like how we're going to step up and make it better for the people because basically without the people that spend the money to, to support your business, then you don't have a business and nobody has a job. And like, I think we should be fighting harder than ever to, 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 to lean in on helping the customers as much as we possibly can to keep them happy. The worst part is you paying more for worse service too. Yeah. Like, like everything's more expensive when you get worse service than you got like pre COVID. So it's not like, it's not like you're playing the premium and you like, Oh, the service is better. Majority of the time, and the premium and the service is significantly worse. And the employees, I, I think, are making more money, right? Right. I mean, in yeah, the I way, just, wages just, are up. I just found out the day minimum wage out, out here now is $16. And f- That's right. 
Yeah. That's, that's 30, I mean, 30 I, some thousand dollars, which is which is a lot. Like just imagine no, minimum oh, wage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just imagine minimum yeah. wage being that much before that's not that's not a lot of money. Like I'm no, not it's saying not a that lot that's, of money, but just compared to like thinking back on what five dollars an hour yeah. <laughs> when we were yeah. when we first started yeah. working. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that joke. That's that so five, like said, five dollars an hour. That's like ten thousand dollars a year or something like that. Like so if you right. work forty hours a week. Yeah. Um five dollars an hour, that's like eleven, twelve thousand dollars a year. So yeah, sixteen dollars is a lot. I think in Maryland we're at like eleven dollars, eleven dollars and fifty cents or something like that. Okay. Which is totally not a lot of money for like but like if you think about like, you know, youngin gets their first job, maybe they're still in high school or summer job or something like that. That's a whole lot of money. That's a whole lot of money to stack. Yeah. I mean, but the thing about it though is, and we talked about this before, it's like it is more money, but even at sixteen dollars and four cents, most people still can't afford a one bedroom apartment in LA. That's making right. that money. Right. You know, so so yeah, like it's more than we made. But I remember when I was in college, like my rent was five hundred dollars a month, fam. No, you can't get That's that now. You can't even rent a room for that much. And I, and that wasn't the that was we found a total, we paid two yeah, I remember those days. And then also, <laughs> so the, the, the wages aren't catching up necessarily with inflation either. Right. Yeah. So it's it's bad all the way around. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I was talking to someone the other day and uh, what did what did they say? They, they were uh, uh, used to be formerly an economist and they said that they had to tackle they meaning the government. The main thing that they needed to do first was tackle uh, uh, inflation, like yeah. figure out why things are inflated. How do we get the inflation down? Then the second piece was employment, mm-hmm. like um, need to address the address the employment because the employment numbers are high. Right. Right. And so, again, what that led me to believe is, is like they're going to be OK with some people losing their jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to, to stop this, this flow of money that's going through. Right. Um, and so it's, uh, it's just, it's just crazy because like, I don't profess to know what's going on. I really don't. I, and, and anybody that tells you that they do, right. It's hard to believe them because we never, ever, 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 ever been through ever. anything like this before. Right, since the seventies. Well, yeah, even this was it wasn't like this though. Like, but it's, like you we said, haven't it's we weird, haven't though. had no COVID. Like we haven't had a pandemic oh, like this. I, I know. So you like saying COVID effect- and the inflation? Yeah, okay, COVID you, and the inflation. Like you mean, be- you mean you mean roflation? Yeah, roflation. Like yeah, ro- ronation. Oh, ronation. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, ronation. Well, it's so, got it's got to be roflation in yeah. It can't be ronation. All right, so roflation then. All right. Ro- well, we can we can go roflation or ronation. We can pose it as a question. Okay. Um, right. uh, or we can do a poll on social media to ask people what they think about it. But right. uh, my bad for the rant. I just uh, this is a, this is a touchy subject for me, and it's, it's honestly it's kind of scary. And I'm yeah. t- I'm telling people as much as I possibly can to number one be careful to think about mm-hmm. how you spend your money. Like if you were right. t- if you were tight before with your money mm-hmm. like you you should be do, you should be doing decent in this you should it shouldn't be affecting you too much like 
right. from a mental perspective because you just, you know, you're used to like guarding your money and keeping and hoarding your money anyway, right? And living mm-hmm. off of, uh, uh, you know, well below your means. But if you're not, you know, kind of thinking about how you're spending your money, um, thinking that 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 this is going to be short term and your money's going to last forever, mm-hmm. th- that that might not be the best idea. Um, I would also encourage people too, though, to kind of go on offense, like with their investments and things like that. I'm not an investment advisor, but I would say do the research on it to try to figure it out. But like, really be smart with your money. Really make try to make the very best decisions that you possibly can um, with this because I I don't based on what I've seen, think it's going to be something that's going to be, uh, be short lived. Right. Um, because like I said, we have the, uh, the, the health crisis plus the, you know, the issue that's going on with, uh, uh, with the inflation and it's happening all over the world. It's not just the United States. Yeah. I'm saying that's what this is all about, right? Well, this uh, this part of the pod again. Oh my, yeah, yeah. It's the part. It's the part of the pod. We talk about somebody, somebody getting shot. So should we go back to the old music? Oh uh, yeah, nah, man. Jeez, but, man. Yeah. So in uh, Highland Park, uh, side of Chicago, uh, mass shooter killed seven people at the July Fourth parade. Uh, the dude had been planning it for weeks, they say. He actually uh, set up basically like a sniper tower on top of a building and uh, was just picking people off. I think they say he hit like 40 to 50 people, again, seven killed. Then he, uh, he dressed as a woman to try to help him get away. Uh, it was some sad stories, man. It was like a two-year-old girl. I think it was a girl that people were, like, posting on social media, like, did anybody know who this was? Because somebody had, like, found And they found out that both of her parents had been killed. And then there was this one story where, like, this girl was running with her mom, and her mom got shot in the chest. And she looked at her mom, and she knew she was dead. She told her, like, basically, like, I got to go, though, because he's still shooting. You know, imagine that. I, I just... Um, but the thing about you, man, he told us 2019 that he wanted to kill everyone. And the police came and took, dude had knives and swords. Um, and they took them all away from him in 2019. But somehow the dude still legally able to go buy these guns that he used to, to, uh, to perpetrate this crime. Man. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's just, it's just, it's just July 4th, man. Like, it was just, it was a lot of old, again, this was a jump where a lot of old people died. And again, like I said, it's, it's no better young or old. You know, we talk about the Buffalo thing or the kids in the school, which is, I don't know, man. So, something about, like, old people, man, that have lived all, something about old people, it's just like, they've lived their whole lives and then this, and then they died a damn July 4th parade. Like just the just the mind of your own. That's the thing, man. You just mind your own damn. You just mind your own damn business, man. Like, there's no rules yeah. anymore, man. No code. 
shit is that's, crazy. That's like a mass murderer. Like, like you just out there just randomly just killing people. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know about you, but I second guess going around large crowds now. Yeah, I mean, Seattle. So I talked about this with uh, somebody the other day, and it's like, I don't really want to get into that. But I do feel like I'm more like I'm more cognizant of it, right? Like I'm more like, okay, they go to exits right there. You know, it's like I'm more somebody kind of make a sudden move. I'm a little bit more like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I remember after 9-11, I was getting on planes, yeah. I was racially profiling uh, yeah, you looking around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like I was okay. Don't say seat, it. I got seat, you. Seat 28B. Okay. I see, I see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm, I'm being, so I'm racially profiling these dudes, these swindly looking dudes that look like they, they ain't never had a girlfriend. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that dude. You know, he got, he got on a big trench coat and it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. I, I got my eye on him. Yeah. But it's everybody though. Like, and so, like, I don't want to get into the situation where I'm so paranoid that I just do nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's like, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen, it's when and where. Right. When so, are you so at the place. Yeah. Cause like, honestly, we knew something like this could possibly happen on July 4th. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, these kinds of guys nowadays are targeting these, these, these types of events. So it's well, like it's like a gamble sometimes. Like, all right, like which one is it gonna be? Well, they arrested somebody in Richmond who was gonna do a very similar thing at the July Fourth events in Richmond. So, like you said, I mean, it's like literally like they caught the Richmond dude, but they didn't catch the Highland Park dude. So you could have been at the Highland Park and been straight if they had caught caught the Highland Park dude and not the Richmond. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's crazy that. You just, I mean, I guess the police did their job and, ca- and caught the dude in Richmond, but that's crazy. It was a pe- couple people that had this plan to shoot up some damn 4th of July. Like. Right, right. And then so back in 2019, like you said, the police, they saw, uh, uh, what is it called, clear and uh, present danger right. designation for my man, but they didn't. They, they, uh, they requested it, but it didn't get approved or whatnot. Like he didn't get flagged for it. Right. So like like I would assume if if uh if he would have had that on his record he wouldn't have been able to get those guns. So well, I know they they trying to pass this like uh this law they would do that but I don't I don't think I don't think they approved the law the red flag law I don't think they approved it which is I just don't understand like how you could be against a red flag law like I mean I know they say people could use it people could misuse it and like. Ex ex boyfriend could say she's crazy and that might get her flagged or something. But again, in those situations, I'd rather be on the side of "Oops, we shouldn't have done that" than "Oops, I wish we would have done that." Hey, bro, we've been living our lives with a red flag anyway. Like my no, entire life, I've had a red flag. You know what I mean? Like just just by showing up a lot of times. So I think I I, I don't see anything wrong with that, and I think it would be fair to put a red flag, especially if it's saving lives. Like right. honestly, I love my chances against a knife and a sword, right? Than a than a gun. Yeah, yeah. 
like yeah, can run. Sh- straight up from this guy. Like I love my chance. You can cut oh, me, especially, especially that guy. I definitely would whip his ass. Yeah, I don't know whatever, but I just like I said, I like my chances better uh, with his knife and sword versus a gun. I promise you that. So when he was apprehended, he fled from police. After a brief chase, he he was stopped and arrested. Compare that to uh, Jalen Walker, who was shot 60 times as cops fired 90 bullets at him in Akron, Ohio. Obviously, uh, I say obviously because it's obvious, but he was Jalen Walker is black. Hey, let, um, let me stop you before you go right. on. I got a question. Mm-hmm. I've been dying to ask this question all day. Okay. And it's a, probably a common sense question, but it's just a, uh, it's a, uh, what's the word? Like a. I got your back. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, oh, okay, I don't right. mind saying it. <laughs> it it's, it's like a rhetorical kind of question, right? Okay. There we go. I was looking for the word rhetorical. So, so how did that happen? Like, how does this happen? Like, I go to Highland Park in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I shoot up the place. Right. I blend in with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I flee the scene mm-hmm. in a police chase. I get, I get pulled over. All right, y'all got me. Right. They cuff me and I go to jail. Right. Right. On the other hand, I'm not even fleeing the scene. I'm not doing anything. I get pulled over in a routine traffic stop. Right. Or whatever it might be. Suspiciously pulled right. over because I'm so-called supposed to be pulled over, right? Right. And I get 90 shots fired at me. All right. Well, one, one man, 90 shots fired at me and 60 hit me. Like, how how does that happen? Well, because... Because on unlimited text, you know, we, we speak the truth. So Jalen Walker did flee. He did take them on a high speed chase. Uh, the cops are the cops are saying now again. I'm putting that joke in air quotes. The cops are saying that at some point during the chase, he fired a gun at a cop car. Now I, all I'll say is remember. In uh, Uvalde and all the stories we heard about that in the beginning. So I'm just going to say, let's wait for we know it's true. Well, how many but shots cop- did your man fire into innocent people? Right. So the one shot and he ran and then he got out the car and he ran. Now, um, <laughs> the car ran. And uh, yeah, you the video, yeah, they, they, they shot the shit out of that dude. Yeah. Listen, you, watch, you still watching sh- them videos, man? They shot the dude. They shot the dude sixty times, right? And then they went over and handcuffed him. Come on, man! And then when he was got he to still the, alive? He he couldn't have been still alive, <laughs> boy. He got shot sixty times. No, but I'm just saying, like you said, they handcuffed him like he was still alive or something. Like there's but no you know, way he could know, be uh, they, beat. I know, but they after sixty him, shots, yeah. I know they handcuffed him, transported him to the corner. They say when he got to the corner, he was still handcuffed. Now. Come on, man. The battle was still handcuffed. I shot 60 times. Now. Wow. I'm they not say, up on it, man. I just can't. I couldn't watch that and be, a, yeah, 60 times. Yeah, yeah. And they literally said that they can't even, 
they they showed they said they showed the pictures to like CNN and CNN was like, yeah, we not we not showing these pictures of this dude's body because you can't. I mean, sixty bullets to a body, yeah, you know, like. I mean that that means the, there's probably not much of a body left. You know? They just shred yeah, right through them. Yeah, but yeah, the dude got shot sixty times, and they—I mean, I think it's more less procedure when somebody shot, you know, to make sure the officers are protected. But sixty times, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't think there was any chance of that. I mean, unless that dude was, you know, Hercules or or or, or the Incredible or something. You know, sixty times, just you know, pretty much a wrap on that situation. Yeah, like when do so, you use discretion? Like, all right, cool. Yeah. We shot him ten times. He ain't moving. Right. Like, so do we just go run behind a building? Because, like, they how far is he? Just, how far is he gonna go? Being shot five, ten times, or whatever it is, sixty times. Like, he's definitely dead. Right. And 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 you handcuff him. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Like, make that make sense. And and then this yeah. other guy, no matter what race he was, right, shot up. Uh 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 uh, <laughs> he shot up the Fourth of July parade. Right. But, yeah, I mean, but, but he gets more respect than a, than a, than a dude that jumped out of a car. Yeah, on the on the traffic, and I, I was watching this uh this video today. With this uh, black woman, um, and she was sitting with this uh, this other guy, and the guy said, "Well, you know, he did run. Like that's justified." And and the the thing that I thought right oh, was man. like, the dude's dead, yeah. Like, like the crime for is it, it's not like the punishment for you know evading the police is like a couple of like it's not death. Not sixty shots. Dude was this dude? This dude was callous about it. He was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, they they was justified." And I'm like, "So, like, we got to a point where you think a dude dying for running from the police is just, you know, like for it'd be different if this dude, the Highland Park dude, didn't run from the police. Cool, yeah, shoot him. But you killed a dude who ran over a traffic stop." Like a traffic stop, like a dude's dead. Over, it started over a traffic stop, but it's, it's literally a dude on TV on the news saying he felt that's justified because he ran. So was it not like, justified to shoot the Highland Park guy? Well, that's what Who I'm killed, saying, man. Killed, how like, many people died um, that day? Seven, seven. So he killed seven people. Right. And was that not justified? Well, I mean, I think if <sighs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just it was kind of funny, not funny, but so of course, you know, anytime these shootings happen, you know, there's certain political party that comes up with all excuse, you know, uh, they blame women, they blame the weed. Um, and then they, then, they, then because this jump was right outside of Chicago, they were like, well, what about Chicago this weekend? It was 50, it was 50 people shot in Chicago this weekend. And, and I was like, okay, Good, good argument. And the fact of the matter is, I agree with you. Let's get the damn guns out of Chicago, too. Like, that, you ain't winning no argument with me by saying, what about Chicago? Like, hell yeah, we want the guns out of Chicago, too. Yeah, you want them out of everywhere. Yeah, like that. that. 
you ain't making me feel like that. Like, nah, like get them, get, get them out of there. Like this, this, this kind of stuff, man, people scared to leave their homes in Chicago. They had to go to full of July parades. Like that ain't, that ain't right on either one. Like that ain't, I'm not just like, why are you trying to justify one with the other? Like we don't want even one of those situations. <laughs> Uh, former Silicon Valley investor says the rise of remote work will create an earthquake in how and where people will live. Remote work will enable people to spread out and be more mindful of where they have to live. A shift in remote work could lead to the revitalization of the Rust Belt and small towns as people feel like they have to live near the cities where the offices are because they don't have to go to work every day. So they're saying that's going to have uh, a big impact on the price of housing around major cities and then the price of housing in these small towns. Yeah. We got, we got, we got an expert uh, in the field on, on, on this one. That's funny. You say I was just actually looking at some stats the other day. So I was looking at Virginia, and I was also looking at Maryland. So, for instance, um, I, I pulled it up. Like, I was looking at Maryland, and so I I was noticing a trend. Like, uh, some of these smaller counties, mm-hmm. their, their, uh, their sales stats are higher. Like, for instance, there's one um, that year-to-date – one county so here we go it's a small number but in this one particular county they sold 24 houses all year right so far year to date this was through may they sold 36 houses through five months they sold almost they sold 50 percent more houses in five months than they sold the year before And the real estate market in Maryland is down 12% in sales. You know what I'm saying? Like year over year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and I, I apologize. I apologize. They sold 24 houses last May. Let me correct myself. Not the whole year. But when okay. you compare, oh, right. you compare uh, um, uh, sales, um, they're still up 50% from where they were last year when most everybody else is down double digits. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is a, a small town. This is actually in Somerset County. I don't know where that's located. I never heard that. One. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if you look at St. Mary's County, mm-hmm. like they're only down in sales about 6%. Okay. Which is really good because, you know, nationally, most people, most, most uh, states are down double digits. So like anytime you look at someone that's that their sales, which it should be down, their sales are only down in single digits. Mm-hmm. That actually means that people are migrating. And right. then like I said, anytime you see a plus on this thing, that just gives you an idea that people are moving to rural areas. I saw the same thing in Virginia. Uh but like when you look for instance, uh 
Um, I'm looking at Montgomery County, for instance. They're down 11%. I look at uh, uh, Prince, uh, Prince George's County, right? They're only down 9%, single digit once again. And mm-hmm. the reason is, is there's some affordability in Prince George's County. Right. But, uh, but I say all that to say, when you look at some of these, these, these rural um, areas, like, for instance, Baltimore County, they're only down 4% in sales. People are moving out of the city and people are moving from DC. Like I'm starting to see a lot of people move from DC right. and like no, even Northern Virginia, people right. are moving on like Baltimore County. Um, so, uh, so like, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't really understand what he means by earthquake. Um, uh, well, I think, I think what he's, what he's saying and what, as I was reading the article, he was saying that, that basically what happened like in the seventies is that a lot of small town had like manufacturing facilities. Yeah. When they took those facilities over to, you know, overseas, they basically those towns, Flint, Michigan, places like that basically destroyed the towns because it took all the jobs people were living. And so what he's saying is that if, you know, for these kind of downtown spaces, if people don't move back, um, don't move back to these these offices in downtown, that obviously that's going to impact those people that work at like cleaners and like stuff in those in those towns. And if people start feeling like, hey, I don't I don't have to live in DC or I have to live near DC, I can move to St. Mary's County, get a much nicer home, because I don't have to drive to the office every day. Only gotta go to office maybe once or twice a week, or I don't gotta go to office at all. So that and is it like it could it could have a fundamental shift in where people live, uh, sort of like it happened with like the manufacturing cities back in the seventies. Right, right. I could see that happening, but what I would um what I would also think about too as well is uh that um it's it's gonna make home prices go up. Right. So so like for instance, I talked about this that that one county that's up fifty percent, you know. Their 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 average sales price is up twenty five percent. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it costs more to live there now, right? Right, and so so the 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 percentage change, even though the sales are down, the average sales prices are in double digits. They're like eleven percent. Mm-hmm. So it's going to end up costing more money for people to live in these uh in these 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 small areas. What I'm thinking, and, and and I'm not quite sure if it's gonna happen that way, but um, it's gonna create some room and opportunity for people to move into back into these cities. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna gonna increase the population, right? You know, around the country, which we got a bigger bigger issue potentially is is like our resources. Like, are we gonna uh, do we do we have a big enough infrastructure to support? Growth mm-hmm. and growth, and you know, in in regards to the population, and then as you and I both know, a lot of these companies now at this point, and we kind of hinted at this last week, you know, they try and get you back in the office, right? Like people are really trying to get you back into the office, right? So like, if you don't have a job that's that's you know sort of technology related or open to that, right? Then then um that plan is not a good plan for people. 
you would still have to stay in the city. So I don't know if I fully agree with it happening that way just because we got better technology now mm-hmm. that will allow you to do your job remotely. But the one thing that I would say that that I would I would, you know, kind of think about is, you know, when you move to these areas, the 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 cost to live there is 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 a lot more or it's getting getting higher. So right. you want to make sure that your wages, you know, are still good enough for you to be able to afford to live there. But you think like if you got a if you got a good DC government job making like say you make seventy five a year. Yeah. A ninety thousand a year, good DC government job. Yeah. Now ninety thousand in DC ain't gonna get you nothing. No, you're right. Ninety thousand dollars a year in St. Mary's County probably gonna get you something with a two car garage and, and and an acre or two. It will. So it's like so you thinking because I mean I knew like my fa- my five friends that literally drove like two hours every day, commuted to DC two hours each way every day. I would never do that. And they did it because they liked where they lived and they had big properties and and like, like so to me that's I could never imagine four hours every day on the road. That was before gas prices went up. That was before yeah, of food course. prices went up. Of course, but up. I'm just saying, like, there were people that did that. So imagine that same person now. Instead of them having to do four hours commute, now job commute, like, and then there's a lot of other people did job who like, well, damn, so how much how much property you got for what? You know, we, we both work at the same job. We work about the same amount of money. And I got a, I got a two-bedroom somewhere in Southeast. And you got like five acres out wherever they live, and you like, oh, I ain't got to drive no more. I might have come out there with you are where you are. Hundred percent, I would do it all day long. I got clients right. that are buying farms now. Right. Like I, I, I financed a few that are ten acre farms at this point, mm-hmm. where they're just like, you know, I don't have to go into the office. I can right. still work my job the way that I've been working it. My income will allow me to uh, to afford this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a plant a garden. I'm gonna get me some, <laughs> like I'm gonna get some livestock, you know. I, I, I'm gonna get a pool installed, and this is this is how we're gonna live, um, you know. But I, I I just I don't think there's gonna be this this uh this shutdown of cities, like yeah, no, where, I mean, there's, I, I, where there's like it depends on the city though. Like I don't right. think DC will ever be like that. No, nah, no, nah, because there's too much government work and stuff. Right. Do. I don't think New York, like we, right. it was, you know, they had they had a hit, you know, as it relates to COVID, but people are right. back in the city now. Right, right. Right. We had people migrate, but then we had people that took advantage of getting an opportunity to get back into the city. But now if you look in New York, like it's nearly impossible to live there, like even to rent there. Right. Because they want you to make, I think I saw something that said they want you to make 10 times the amount of your rent in New York in New York to even get approved for an apartment there like there's yeah, bidding crazy. there's bidding wars on the apartments right you know and and the one thing that's going to hurt us is like if it happened last time so if you look like at uh at Vegas or you look in uh uh Miami when the housing market crashed that's when a lot of times those cities became sort of like ghost towns you know, because people were moving out of right. those those cities because they were foreclosing on their houses. The property values weren't good. There was no reason for people to move there. So, yeah, if something like that happens, like, yeah, I get it. 
but like I I I don't I don't I I I'm thinking that there's gonna create more opportunity in these other areas that's gonna end up driving the prices up there and create some 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 commerce in those areas where that See, I, that's what I'm thinking. I wonder if like towns, like you say, like I'm trying to it's nothing really like I wonder if you know in DC, like you still kind of want to live in the city and you work in DC, but you don't have to go to work. So you're like, you know what? I still want to kind of live in the city. So I'm going to move to Richmond. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you still kind of get that city life, but you get the cheaper city life. Yeah, man. It's not though. Like Richmond. <laughs> that's Richmond a, ain't cheaper. Nah, it's a good, good, good thought and a good example, but like. Richmond ain't cheaper than DC? Not that much. Not not that much, and it's uh in Richmond like so. Without getting too technical and geeky, the right. the, the the there's a there's a maximum loan limit okay. that they have in <laughs> Richmond, right? So when you're buying a house, like the 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 bigger houses that you would think that you want to buy and can buy, mm-hmm. you got to put more money down to afford, you know, to be able to qualify to buy that house. Okay. Um, and it, it it's more expensive, like in regards to the rate. So like it ends up costing you more to get that big luxury dream house that you you know that you can get in Richmond versus the DC. So it kind of weighs out. But yeah, their cost of living, like it's expensive in Richmond. Not quite like I I'd be lying right. if I said it was exactly like DC. Right. No, but it's not. But, it's not like a significant. But it's it's uh yeah yeah it's uh it's expensive to live there. But like yeah you're absolutely right. Like if you want to get, you know, like stay in the rat race a little bit. You know, just a little right. bit that, you know, a town like that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's still, yeah, them, yeah. Uh, Richmond, Richmond is, uh, you've been gone Richmond too long, bro. Yeah, you've been gone too long, man. <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rick. Shout out to Richmond. <laughs> shout, shout out to Richmond. Yeah, you've been gone too long. But uh, what does it say? Big city housing prices uh, rise less than they would otherwise, while small towns and small cities within an hour or so of a big city will go up. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they're, they're definitely going, they definitely have gone up and they will go up. Um, cause yeah, I've noticed through this pandemic, like even myself, I, man, I'm trying to tell you, they, they say I could go back to central Virginia. Mm-hmm. They meaning, um, CDC, Psh, man, mm-hmm. I'm there in a heartbeat. No. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Who's there? Yeah. Think, think about if, uh, if uh, your folks could, right. could go to their ranch, yeah, and live, wouldn't they go there and live? <laughs> they said ranch. Uh, see, I don't know, am I? I mean, uh, my folks like me, man. I think. Well, I don't know. My dad, he might. Uh, my mom, she, she, she like me. Uh, she, she loved the sound of gunfire and stuff. She liked the city. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she <laughs> So, so I, I feel bad because I don't know if I help people um, right. in this particular segment, but I, I do think like any takeaway that I would give to people that are listening in regards to housing, uh, just understand that the home prices are still rising um, and understand that the rates are rising too as well. So if you're waiting for this big crash and this bubble to burst, um, it may not happen the way that you think it's going to happen. Right. Um, yeah, it just it just may not uh, happen that way. And people have the most equity 
in their houses that they've ever had. So like they 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 have a strong leg to stand on uh, when it comes to this, uh, as opposed to the last housing crisis that we had. People didn't have much equity in their homes, so it was easy to walk away from it. Mm-hmm. And the values of the houses weren't necessarily going up. So you just got to plan for that. Um, you know, kind of understand what your budget is. Like, just just try to figure out like uh, how much is it that you can really afford versus right. versus what is your max number that you're willing to go to, and and focus on like the monthly payment. Don't focus mm-hmm. on the home price. Focus right. on the monthly payment and how much it's going to cost you to get into that house. And then once you figure that out, that'll put you in the uh, in the right spot to be able to purchase. And if you have any questions, send a question in to uh, Unlimited Text. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this week's Wellington Park goes to the Texas Education Agency. The Texas Education Agency is proposing to the State Board of Education to change the word uh, in history books from slavery to involuntary relocation. (laughs) I saw that, man. That was another blower. <laughs> so in 2015, Texas attracted attention when it was discovered a social studies textbook, textbook approved for use in a state called African Slaves Who Were Brought to States Workers. Uh, so this just this is a Texas thing right here. And uh, so they're trying to pass this. Uh, they propose a law that dictates how slavery and issues are racist. Texas. The law states that slavery can be taught as part of the United States and that slavery was nothing more than a deviation from American values. So it was just that joint this slavery was, it was a little blip, yeah. It no big deal, yeah. It was just you know, it was it was like slavery was like stubbing your toe. That's basically what they're saying, yeah. Like, oops, you stubbed your toe. Yeah, that that's that's slavery in it in the Texas history books. Man, just call it what it really is. <laughs> What, stubbing your toe, man. That's what they said. Man, like involuntary relocation. When I saw that, <laughs> I was just like, man, you got to be kidding me. So they said that the topic of slavery is not currently addressed in any second grade curriculum. Uh, to school in Texas schools. Um, yeah, they said it's taught, and if it is taught, it should be voluntary relocation. And of course, the reason they say it should be taught this way is because it makes some students feel discomfort. They should. Yeah. Yes. And they changed that job to, they first they called slave workers. You know, I guess that meant they had like hours, you know, got paid wages and, and stuff, you know, I guess time off, vacation. I guess slaves, slaves are just workers and that are involuntary relocation because I guess a couple of kids in the class about hearing about slavery. Yeah? So let's just, uh, let's just rename it. Yeah. I mean, cause it, you know, it, it, as they say, you know, it was, uh, it was nothing more than a deviation, all deviation from American values. You know? So 
call you know. it kidnapping. <laughs> like involuntary. Like I, when I think of involuntary relocation, I'm thinking that like you, you bulldoze my house down and now I just got to go across town and find a place to live. You know what I'm saying? But you yeah. took me uh, thousands of miles across the sea. I'll say that. <laughs> hey, like, uh, I don't know why. I mean, every time when I heard that joke, I just thought of I thought of like moving like a kid from like one part of the room to the like punishing them. Yeah, that's what I yeah. think. Of, like, but just like taking a whole people on a boat <laughs> to another jump. Uh, yeah, another <laughs> another <laughs> continent, man, like across the sea. Involuntary In relocation. And chains and shackles. Hey, man, that joke, it, it, was, it was a small blip in, uh, in American history. Like I said, man, slavery, involuntary, just stubbing your toes. So all the same, all the same. Oh, man. Well, this has been a good one. We've been on here for... Yeah. A long time. Over an hour. Yeah. We had an hour in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's a long one. All right, so what we got? Be a problem solver, not a problem finder. Problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family and life, take care of your death, get you some life insurance. Relationships. Build them before you need them, before you'll be in involuntary relocation. <laughs> DNA. Know why you do what you do, who you will let down if you fail, and have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 